the, the product that we're going to show today, which is Magic 12, but I also ma- manage the open book, the Pearl, the Onyx, and the software goes with, with the Onyx, the Gem, and the iMerge software. Um, so I've been in the industry for about um, almost 30 years now and uh, started out as a trainer and, and then moved into product management um, over time. So what we're going to cover today is Magic 12, which is our screen magnification with speech product. Magic 12 has been rewritten from the ground up. So all of our previous code that we had in previous versions of Magic 11 is no longer what we're using. We kept some dialogues. But the goal behind Magic 12 was to make everything sharp, crisp, and clear to extend people's ability to, to use the computer for a longer length of time. I'm going to start out the presentation today by flying through some slides. I'm not a big PowerPoint person. I'd a lot rather just demonstrate stuff. Um, so I'm going to um, go through some slides to make the points um, that we have, and then as soon as I, I get through the slides, we'll come back and we'll demonstrate all those things that we've covered. Um, if at any point you have a question, go ahead and just you know uh, raise your hand or holler out to me to where um, I can stop and, and try to answer that question. Um, so we're focused on Magic um, 12 for this meeting. I know I've had a couple questions on JAWS already, and um, you know we can get to some of that stuff at the end if we have time. All right. So some of the things that we're going to cover in in the presentation today is is the brand new. Um, user interface, how you interact with Magic. Um, the goal behind the interface was to make it easy for you to get access to the things you changed the most, but also easy for you to discover things that maybe you didn't know were in the product. Um, or, you know, perhaps you don't know the keystroke for something, and we give you easy discoverability on that. Um, we'll talk about our large print keyboard. I'm using it up here. I'm going to be using it for the presentation, so, um, so you'll kind of see it in action. The HD smoothing um, of the fonts, uh, you'll, we'll show that. We'll zoom in on some stuff. We'll go, run it up to um, really high magnification level and let you um, see that for, clear from the back of the room that it's crisp and clear. Um, one of the things we'll focus on is that we have more magnification levels, magnification levels where they really count. Um, and so um, that way you're not having to lose more of your screen as you jump up um, to the next magnification level. Um, we're going to talk about the, the mouse, cursor, and color schemes and how you have unlimited custom schemes. You can make as many of those as you like um, to work in different applications, to work with different individuals, um, and they can be easily transferred from one machine to another. Um, with that, we reworked all of our visual enhancements, um, so mouse um, enhancement, cursor enhancements, color enhancements have all been reworked to make them much more dynamic, much um, sharper. We're going to talk a little bit about remote work opportunities, the support that we have for Citrix and remote desktop, which has become the standard in the industry today, even if you're walking into a brick-and-mortar um, workplace so you're going to work every day, chances are they're using Citrix or remote access um, for the applications you're, you're using. Um, we'll talk about, I won't be able to demonstrate up up here, our dual monitor support. Um, and so we'll get, we'll get to that a little later on. And we'll talk about how that ties into um, PowerPoint presentations. And one of the things you'll notice is um, that Magic and JAWS, I've got the word full compatibility with JAWS. I should have complements JAWS because if you run the two programs together, it's not that they just run together. It's that magic says, oh, JAWS is using this virtual cursor over here, and they're not even reading from the screen, but magic's highlighting the words on the screen to tell me where it is. Um, you know, JAWS doesn't have mouse echo, but if I'm running magic with JAWS, I have mouse echo. Um, so we'll talk about some of those things. All right, so I'm going to go to the user interface. Um, you'll see that it has a new modern look and functionality. Um, it is a... Um, if you're a keyboard user, it functions like you're in a multi-page dialog box. So there's three tabs to that multi-page. There's a visual tab, a speech tab, and a tools tab. And on each one of those tabs, we use the ribbon technology. And I hear you all cringing already. Um, but we took out of the ribbons all the things that you hate about ribbons. So you can't not find a control because we have you know, rows of controls within a ribbon. You tab between each control in the ribbon. 
Um, you can easily tell which item on the UI has focus because we don't use color to indicate focus. We actually put some little rectangles around that. We'll show that when we get to that. In the UI, we have Shift F1 help. So if you don't know what one control is, even in our dialog boxes, you can do a Shift F1. It'll pop up what the control is, what it does, but it also tell you if we have a keystroke assigned to that, what that keystroke is. So you can learn over time by doing Shift F1 that, oh, I, can, I know this keystroke. I don't have to come back to the UI and click on that thing. I can use a keystroke. Um, for any of you who are trainers out there, one of the things we've added is on the status line um, of the UI, we put the version number that they're using and the serial number so that you don't have to say, oh, let me get you to the about box so you can get that information. All right, I talked about our HD smoothing, and I, and I want to demonstrate that shortly. And like I said, I'm trying to fly through these fly, slides so you can actually see things. Um, so, you know, the goal was to make smooth, crisp, um, letters regardless of what your magnification level is and we accomplished that and that ties into how long can I use the computer because if the letters are fuzzy your eyes fatigue faster because your eye always tries to sharpen things um, magnification where it counts so here's here's just a chart here we have levels between 1x and 2x we have 10 levels in that range so if you use a low level magnification this is great for you because um, you know instead of jumping up and losing more and more of your screen, you lose like a tenth of the screen each time you, you jump up. Um, where with competitive products, you start out losing about 30% of the screen. So those are things that you have to pan the screen to get to. Um, I'm going to show you what we call 1x toggle. If you're used to magic from before, we used to call this mag level toggle. And as we were working on magic 12, I said, this is one of our best kept secrets. And so we actually put it on the UI. Um, because it is a very powerful feature. Um, if you're, you know, somebody that works at even like 3 or 4X, a lot of times you're going to be editing a document, and now you want to step back and say, what's the formatting look like? And with the 1X toggle, I can step back without having to turn off all my color enhancements that keep the glare down for me. So it actually um, steps down the, the magnification to 1X but leaves all your other enhancements in place, when you hit it again, it jumps you back to your previous magnification level. So we'll show that. We're going to show our, our HD mouse. So we actually give you a sharp, crisp mouse regardless of what the magnification level is. Um, so those lines are, are real sharp. We're not even really magnifying the mouse. We're redrawing the mouse at the right size for your magnification. Um, we've improved the mouse enhancements. One of the key things on that is we've opened up the area around the mouse so um, the enhancement doesn't encroach in there, even though you may have set the transparency to where you can see through it. Um, you're, you're able to um, see it because the enhancement doesn't come in. If you look up on the screen, this crosshair that we have, see how the, the crosshair doesn't come all the way um, to the tip of the mouse anymore. Um, so that, that helps you to see things um, a lot better. One of the things that we do with our mouse cursor and color enhancements is we um, allow you to have different enhancements in your magnified view and unmagnified view. So if any of you say, I like to use overlay, or I like to use split screen, or I'm using your dual monitor that has one monitor magnified and one unmagnified, um, you can have enhancements that really work for you in both your magnified view and your unmagnified view. On the screen right now, you're seeing a web page that I captured um, actually with one of the competitor's products to where I set the mouse in the magnified view to where it's just a large yellow mouse and I can um, move it around and see stuff. But why do I use a split screen so that I know where I am on the screen? So on here, the mouse is actually right here on the screen. I can't see that. So that mouse isn't serving a real purpose for me, the mouse enhancements, in my unmagnified view. Now, let's say I set up the mouse to say it works really good for me in my unmagnified view. So in this instance, I added a crosshair. So I can see where I am. But see what it did to my magnified view at the bottom of the screen is it's kind of making it difficult for me to read the text and, and do that type of stuff. With magic, since you can set individual 
enhancements, you get the best of both worlds. In this unmagnified view, I get this big, bold crosshair with the mouse. I can see that really easy, but I've just got a, a yellow um, mouse down in my magnified view that helps me do what I want to do. All right, we improved the, the cursor enhancements. One of the things we do is we colorize the cursor. We've continued to do that, but I'm going to show you how we've changed those um, enhancements slightly to be sharper for you. Um, we talked a little bit about easy access through the UI. Um, there is a magic context menu, so if you hold the, the caps lock by default, which we call a magic key, and you press um, the right mouse button or you press the application key, we actually pop up a vertical menu for you to get to things instead of having to go to the UI right where you are so you're not losing your place. Um, the keyboard, we'll talk about that a little bit more um, as we move on. This is a picture of our large print keyboard. It has 22 specialized keys on it so that you're not having to, to do key combinations to get the things. You can hit a single key to turn mouse enhancements on and off or there's a scroll wheel that lets you just roll up um, your your zoom and roll it back down. Um, down underneath the what we call the inverted T's, the arrow keys, there are um, two keys that speed up and slow down your speech. So you don't have to um, go to, to a place and find where you can do that. So all these things can be there. You can program any of Magic's functions um, into the keys on the keyboard um, along with modifiers if you like. For you JAWS users out there, it works well with JAWS. In fact, about four of the keys already work with JAWS, such as research it, the speed up and slow down the speech, um, turn speech on and off. Those already work, but you could go to the JAWS keyboard manager with this keyboard and program any of the keys to do what you wanted to do in JAWS. So, you know, those ones that you have to um, have like five extra fingers to be able to do that function in JAWS, you could make that to where that's two keystrokes. Uh, we did limit you a little bit. Uh, there's only about 44,000 key combinations you can do with these extra keys. So, all right, speech on demand. I'm going to show you that one. I'm not even going to talk about it right now, but that is a huge new feature for Magic, and uh, I want to actually show you how that works. Um, we'll talk about some features that we brought in from JAWS into Magic, quick letter navigation or quick key navigation on the Internet, um, research it, and skim reading. I already touched a little bit about Citrix and Terminal Services, um, and we'll cover dual monitor um, a bit more. All right, I'm done with the PowerPoint. I get tired of PowerPoints really quick. Sorry about that. Um, Full speech. All right, so I'm going to bring up the Magic UI. Magic dash default, visual page magnification, 1x toggle button, 2x. All right, I'm going to start out by showing you the, the text smoothing. Um, Stopped word. Okay, so on the screen right now, I brought in a document that just has a lot of different formats of text. We got everything from, you know, some bold fonts in there to some script fonts, some stylistic fonts, double line fonts. Um, and what I'm going to do is zoom in on these a little bit. 5, so, 4x, 6x, 8x. So what was up? Run up the, to 8x and we'll move around and look at some of these fonts. And I printing script. Okay, so you can see, like, even on this word script where it's a script font, there's these little dots that are part of the font here. Notice that those are crisp and sharp and clear. Um, so even when I. 12x. We're, we're up here at 12x and you've got sharp, crisp um, letters. Let me go ahead and just click in there for a moment. And we'll type F-O-N-T-S. So even if I'm typing, you're seeing that's not an image I'm giving you. That's actual text that, I, that I've um, um, put in there. So I can read all that um, information. S-T-F-O-F space T. T. Um, very easy. So how do you like the smoothing in the fonts? You think you can work a little longer with that? 8X. 5X. Uh, JAWS can have that. JAWS actually, that's the um, Real Speak Solo Direct. JAWS now has Vocalizer, which is um, very similar but much more responsive. Magic will have that in a, a free update um, probably by Christmas time. Um, <clears throat> and so you'll be able to download those voices. They're much more responsive as you type, as you move around. 
Vocalizer. We've got them on our, our website. You can download any of those and use them with JAWS 14. Um, Vocalizer, you know, before in, in um, JAWS 13 and below, we use Real, Real Speak Solo Direct, which is what I'm using right here with Magic. Okay? 2.5x. All right. So I'm going to bring up the UI now. Magic Dashboard, Visual Page. And I'll step down to 2x. 2.5x. 2x. Just so you can see the whole UI. So on the UI, what you'll notice is we have this ribbon that you have the visual tabs, the speech tab, and the tools tab. And on each one of those tabs, we have um, the controls that are that subject matter. On the second um, icon that we have, the one that says 1x toggle, notice the black um, corner pieces. That's what we substituted in for the color change because the color change in ribbons typically sets the color that says this one has focus to almost the identical color that says this button is pressed. And so we said, well, that's not good for a low vision person. It works fine for somebody else. So as I tab through tab, here. Levels pin control 2x. Tab view. Full button drop down. You'll learn to follow those uh, black corners. Tab enhancements. Mouse click says. button disabled. Shift tab. Shift tab. Shift tab. What shift tab? On slash off. Magic on slash off left parent. M One of the things that, that um, we insisted on as we were redoing this user interface is that every control can be controlled via the keyboard as well as via the mouse. And so you notice that I'm tabbing through all the controls. I can get to every control that's within the UI. Um, the big M, that was traditionally we used to call that the magnification button. We've renamed that to visual enhancements on off button simply because it turns off all the visual enhancements. It does just, doesn't just turn off uh, magnification. Um, Tab magnification. One X toggle button. The 1X toggle button, that was the one that I was telling you about that let's say I had color enhancements color on. Color enhancements enabled. All right. And I wanted to step down and say, what's the formatting in my document about? So I'll go to Alt back tab. to Word. Fonts.docs. So I'm looking at this, and if I was say 5X. At 5X, I've been working on this thing um, for a little while. But I want to say, well, what's the formatting look like? I can um, hit this. 1X. Chart. I jump down to 1X. But notice that all my color enhancements are, are still in effect. As opposed to if I 5X. had been at 5X and I toggled off all the visual, visual enhancements. disabled. Now I got that bright glare coming back at me. So this is a strong feature for those people that where glare is a huge issue. Visual enhancements enabled. 5X. How about on the internet? How does the, uh, how does the smoothing and uh, can you enlarge the, the characters on the internet? Um, yeah, we'll get to that shortly. Sure. All right. 2.5X. 2X. All right. Magic dashboard. Visual page magnification. 1X toggle button. Color enhancements disabled. Tab. Levels pin control 2x. Okay, I talked about the different magnification levels. Um, our philosophy has always been to give you as many magnification levels as close as possible so that you're losing less real estate. So below 2x. 1.9x. 1.8x. 1.7x. 1.6x. And we go all the way down to 1x like that. 1. 2x. We added a new level in Magic. 2.5x. 2.5x. 3x. And then from 3x all the way up to whoever would use 36x, we jump in increments of 1. So you, you don't all of a sudden jump by 2s, jump by 4s, jump by 6s. Uh, it's, it's 1x all the way up to um, the highest level of magnification. 2x. So there's 46 levels of magnification if anybody wanted to do the math. Tab, view, full button, drop down. Okay, in previous versions of Magic, we had a combo box um, to get to your different views. We replaced that with a button in here. Alt down arrow will drop that menu, menu down. Menu, full checked. Split. Overlay. Lens. Dynamic lens. Multi-dash monitor unavailable. Okay, so if I had dual monitor set up and was using dual monitor, that would be available. Resize view unavailable. If the particular view, such as split screen or overlay or lens, um, was in use, it would give me the ability to resize that view. Settings dot 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 unavailable. And I can always go to the settings. Full screen doesn't have any settings, so you, that's not available at this moment. Full checked. But if split. I, if I toggle to split screen and alt down arrow again. Full. Split over left. Multi. Resize view. Resize view is available. Settings dot dot dot. The settings for that is available. 
Split full. Enter. Tap enhancements. Mouse split button disabled. Okay. The mouse split button, um, as I was looking at designing the UI, one of the things I said is, hey, a split button would be great because the top part of the button could toggle features on and off. The bottom part of the button could actually um, let me say, well, what does that look like when it's on? Um, as we started looking at the keyboarding on there, what I discovered is, lo and behold, Microsoft didn't give you guys access to the top part of the button, did they? Anybody encountered split buttons in Microsoft Office? And, and how do you get to the top part of the button? And neither do I. <laughs> um, but we, we thought about it and we said, you know, just because Microsoft went a certain way on these keystrokes doesn't mean that we have to make the same mistake. So if I tell you the top part of the split button is a two-state button and the bottom part of the split button is a um, drop-down button, what keystroke would you expect to be able to activate the top part of the button with? Space enabled. And? Enter. Disabled. Space and enabled. To drop down the, the other part, alt down arrow right. Menu. Left parent factory right parent 3D blue with oval checked. Escape, Escape to close it. I could also do a shift F10. Shift F10. Left parent factory right parent 3D. Escape. Escape. I could also do application key. Applications. Menu. Left parent factory right. Escape. So all those keystrokes that you think you should be able to use on that button are what you can use. The things that you would guess. Well, this makes sense. It would work. Um, so we have that. I'm going to go Space. ahead and toggle on mouse enhancements. We reworked the, the mouse enhancements quite a bit, and um, in this, what you'll see is that mouse is very sharp and crisp. Also, the enhancement itself, the oval that's around that mouse, is a very smooth lines, very nice gradient to where I can see things underneath it. So we reworked how, how sharp we draw things. We also reworked how well we dither things to give you the transparency effect. So I'm going to um, go in here and just kind of walk through some of the mouse that we have, and then we'll go into the settings and let you see it. Um, so we have a big green mouse that came up on the screen. Now, this crosshair, this is similar to what we've used at Traditional for Magic. Bold yellow, did I turn speech off Speech on demand, full speech. Oh, mouse echoes off. Mouse echo on. Bold yellow. Bold yellow with a full cross. We have a magic magic uh, key mouse finder. And that one says, I'm moving around there. Now I lost my mouse. I don't know where it is. So I can press the caps lock key and my enhancement comes on. Mouse. Scope when moving says, as soon as I start moving the mouse, it puts the scope around here to where I can see it easily. When I quit moving the mouse, now it's not cluttering my screen up with that enhancement. All right, let's go into the settings on this one um, enhancement real quick. Mouse enhancements dialog, magnified area page, enable mouse enhancements checkbox checked. All right, this dialog box has changed in three areas. Um, the first area, I'll just choose, use the mouse to point at those, is we've added checkbox in here for use HD pointers. Um, and we'll go through what those HD pointers are, but that's the crisp, sharp mouse. The pointer sets that we have, we, we provide four of those. I'll show you those. And then the sizing, traditionally Magic it has a standard size mouse and a large mouse. Some of the competition had an extra large mouse. We now um, provide a slider in there that says, let me take that mouse and go anywhere mouse from attribute, size, colon, left, right, slider, zero. the normal size to 100%. 5x to make it bigger. All right, and I can, I can set 54, this anywhere in between. It's, is continuous sizing in there. So we're actually drawing the mouse to exactly what you tell it to be. Some of you who have used magnification products for a while, um, as you increase your magnification, what happens with the mouse? It gets bigger. And if you have a low resolution on your screen, it takes up more space to where like about five, six, you know, up to 8x, somewhere in there, depending on your screen resolution, what do you see on your screen? Or just the tip of the mouse, right? Watch this. 6x, 7x. 12, 16x. Okay, so we grew bigger than we were, 
But at one point, all of a sudden, we said, okay, quick grow. Enable mouse enhancements. So now I can still click on things. So we've artificially said about the time that we get to the where the mouse is about a third the height of the screen, don't grow anymore. All you're doing is getting in the way. So we put that in there as an artificial um, 16X. thing for this. So I'm at 16x, and that's the mouse that's on my screen. 12x, 8x, 5x, 3x, 2.5x, 2x. Okay, the question up here at the front is, is there a preferred LCD or, or monitor that maximizes your HD? And no, not really. Um, you know, different monitors will give you different crispness. So if you had a, an HD monitor, yeah, it's going to look sharper, but not to, super noticeable. I mean, this is pretty low end. This is a VGA, you know, hookup to what we have on the screen right now. Um, what, what you need with Magic is you want to look at the DirectX that's on the, on the video card. And we recommend DirectX 10 or higher, which meant you bought the machine within the last four years. Um, you know, we'll, we'll run on stuff down to like 9.3, 9.2 of the DirectX, but you start losing some functionality because that versions of DirectX didn't support what we're using. Okay? Um, so one of the things I, I said is, is we have unlimited mouse schemes. So let's say that Enable I just don't like that blue mouse. I want it to be red or something like Deep that. Deep sky blue. Dark blue. Fused red. Mouse so I've turned it to red, and I don't want the 3D pointer. I want to have a bolded pointer. Okay? Mouse attribute. Transparency colon. Now I can go to the mouse schemes page. Mouse scheme. I can do a save as. Save as dot 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 button. Mouse enhancement dialog. Say, save scheme dialog. And name R E D space B O L D space W I T H space O V A L. Red bold with oval. So I gave it a name. Enter magic dashboard. Mouse enhancements. Now if I go back out. Mouse. We were dropping down this list before. Red mouse with scope when not moving. Red bold with oval checked. So red bold with oval. That's the one we just created. It's right there in my list. I can get to it. Um, I could go back to the big green, and then I could come right back in and go back to this red bold with oval. Ariel so has been the low vision default. Um, as long as I want there. All right. So the next thing I'm going to show you is Christmas the cursor enhancements. Enabled. With the cursor enhancements, I'm just going to go into the settings because we have an area where you can view it. Um, I'm going to change my scheme to our default to start with. Scheme. Magnified area page. Enable current magnified so our, area. Our default one says turn the cursor to red so that cursor is standing out against your text. So you may only need it to be red, depending on what your vision is. It says, hey, it's not this blinking black cursor right next to all my black text. It's something that contrasts with it. I can pick it up really easily. But we also added an oval around this um, to help you draw it. Uh, it in there, um, but we have a lot of flexibility. I can individually change the Cursor length enhancement of that attribute. One hundred percent to be something that works for Cursor me. Cursor enhancement attributes height. I can uh, change the thickness of the lines. Cursor enhancement attributes thickness, color, and left. the amount of transparency. Cursor enhancement. So I can actually, you know, put something that's fairly transparent, but it's big. That lets me find things. Or if I'm saying, you know, I don't want somebody looking at my screen and they're going, oh, wow, look at that, what they got for their cursor. I could say, let's switch this triangle oh, in triangle. here. Curs and let's change that length Curbuse down, link. height Colored down. Light. Let's put the transparency back up cursor for a moment. And we'll make it red. Deep light with red. Red cursor. So now I have a little tiny tick mark above and below that red cursor that allows me to pick up on a lot easier. But I have the flexibility again. To change the cursor length. enhancement attributes link colon left. Where now I have kind of a wedge triangle. Or to change the height. Cursor enhancement attributes. Big, cursor enhance. Or do anything in Cursor enhancement attribute. So I can make something that works for me. I can pick up on it. I can find it on the screen easy. It fits my style. All right? Again, I can go in and save schemes. I can have different ones in magnified and unmagnified view. Okay, but. Disabled. The color enhancements, color button. Um, we have reworked how we do the color enhancements. If you go in our dialogues, you'll say it's the same thing. But you'll also go, but it looks sharper, it looks clearer, it's, it, it gives me better contrast. So one of the things you'll notice in here, if I move the Visuals. UI down, is that these little lines in the ribbon of Word are still there. They still stand out. They still pop out for me. I can see them. 
Um, and so those lines don't disappear because I'm using um, some sort of a color enhancement. Um, some people like Yellow the, on the black. invert um, invert colors brightness. Other people like to invert the colors. See, you're still seeing those lines sharp and clear. Um, we've renamed all of our enhancements in mouse cursor and color to say, by reading that, I have an idea of what I'm going to get. Okay, double invert is one of those you may go, what do you mean? But double invert means we're invert, invert, inverting Bottom both colors. brightness double and color. And so in there, it softens the screen, that color of brightness. If I toggle color enhancements off, color enhancements disabled. see how much brighter that screen is. So color it kind of dims enabled. that screen for me, but still gives me the black on, on a uh, white background. We, For some of you guys who have been in the industry for a while, been using computers for a while, we thought, well, somebody might um, like to... Uh, Go back to the 70s when you had that yellow monochrome monitor. Oh, you didn't have the yellow one? You, you had that green one right there? Yeah, the yellow is as close. Yeah, that's kind of the amber. So here's the green one. Um, but while I was playing, I was, I was stuck in a hotel in Frankfurt, Germany this last year, and, and so I was going, what can I do with colors that I haven't seen in the industry but I think will work for some people? So it's not that way out there one, but it's one that, that we decided to call autumn, autumn colors. colors. So autumn colors means exactly that. It's oranges and yellows and browns. And my beta testers, when I put it out there, I got all kinds of emails that says, what are you thinking? This is just weird. But you know what happens is our beta testers, as they turn in things to us in the beta cycle, they also turn in their settings to us. So we know what they're using. And at the end of the cycle, three of those guys that, that go, this is just bogus, guess which color scheme they were using? This one right here. Because it's different. It's not the same as, as having the total white on black. It um, gives you kind of an off-white. Um, it just gives you a different look. And I think uh, if you try it out, if, you, if you're somebody that says, um, I want to have that, it's not quite as striking as black and white it's it's something a little different so you can give that a look notice that all these little lines are still there um, and you're able to use them um, grayscale is also a, an available thing um, that we have and we also replace what we used to call a higher contrast black we replace that with an inverted grayscale so you get um, that as well so these are some example things. You can go into the settings and do all kinds of control. You have more control in Magic than any other product on the market. But those color enhancements there. One of the things we also did is our focus, focus. enhancement. Notice the red um, line that went around there. We used to have a brown one that was a little thicker. And that worked really good for those people who might still be in Vista. Okay? Didn't work very good in Windows 7. And it certainly is not going to work very well in, in uh, Windows 8. So we replaced it with the thin line. If you want it to be something else, you can drop down the settings here. And here you can adjust the color of it, the transparency, the thickness, and you know, the amount of space around the control. Enhancement attributes facing left, on. right, 30, 22%. Enabled okay. websites. Now I want to talk about speech, speech a little bit. When I was a trainer... That was a while back. I've been with uh, Henner Joyce slash Freedom Scientific for about 16 years now. So um, I was a trainer before that for 10 years in blind rehabilitation. And at that point in time, it, you would have had to beat somebody over the head if you were a low vision person. And I said, I want to put speech on your machine. Because they go, no, I'm not blind. I'm low vision. And that was kind of the train of thought at that point in time. But over the years, people have realized that you know, speech in a magnification product can extend the amount of time I can work. And it can give me more accurate information at times. And so it's become very accepted. And all the magnification products now have a speech component. Um, our magnification product was the first one to have a speech um, component with LP Windows, which later merged into Magic. Um, but 
what has happened over time is the screen magnification um, manufacturers have modeled their speech after the screen reading. And so what has happened in that is about 90% of the time when I'm telling you something with speech, with magic, or with any of the competitive products, I'm telling you something that you saw on the screen because you're low vision. So you've got all this noisy chatter going on that serves no real purpose for you until you're in really high levels of magnification. Um, as I was talking with um, users out there, I was talking to some of our beta testers, I thought one of our, our um, beta testers pointed out the problem the most without even realizing it because I was asking him how he used speech and, and um, when he was editing and doing different stuff. And he made the statement, he says, well, I pretty much just keep one finger on the control key. And I go, that sounds like a problem. And another user says, well, I turn off or speech, I do all my editing, and then I have to turn speech back on so that I can go and do my proofing um, to make sure it was right. And so we started thinking about how can we make this better for our users? Um, because the only choice you had in a magnification product before was full speech and no speech. And so we came up with the concept of speech on demand, which says I toggle from full speech to speech on demand, which says I have to do something to demand speech. All right? So I'm going to actually go back into our document for a Stop moment look here. At the new HD smoothing of Magic 12 brings off speech on demand, full speech. And I'm in full speech. I'm going to down arrow a little bit. Font send to sharp review at both high and low. Magnification levels, blank. Arial has been the low vision default font for years. I'm going to cut, move over a couple words. Has been the low. All right. Now I'm going to open up my start menu. Listen to the speech that I'm getting in all this. Menu. Search box edit. Down arrow a couple times. Microsoft Word 2010. Microsoft PowerPoint 2010 submenu. 2 of 10. I'm going to escape out. Escape. Start button. Now I want to go back to my Word document. Alt tab. Magic dash default. Alt tab. Magic 12 overview v2.pptx dash Microsoft PowerPoint. Alt tab. Skype. Alt tab. Fantastic math tricks dash Windows Internet Explorer. Alt tab. Desktop. Alt tab. Fonts.docs dash Microsoft Word. Fonts.docs dash Microsoft Word. Print view. Edit. Okay, so that's all the chatter that I got as I was trying to do those tasks. I'm going to go ahead now and I'm going to do a control home, go back to the top of this document. Top of file. The new HD smoothing of Magic 12 brings all. And I'm going to toggle to speech on demand. Speech on demand. And I'm going to arrow down through this. You JAWS users going, I'm not hearing anything. What's my line? I'm going to do a say line. Arial has been the low vision default font for years. Okay. I'm going to move across by words. Didn't hear anything, but what's my word? The Actually. Vision. How do you spell it? V-I-S-I-O-N. All right. So I have all those commands that I can do, and I can take my mouse and I can move it around. Websites often look at style rather than ease of. Reading. Utilizing hand printing. Script. Stylistic. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and hit the start menu. I'm going to up or down arrow a couple times. We'll do a say line. Microsoft PowerPoint 2010 submenu, 2 of 10. I'm going to escape out. I'm going to alt tab to get back to my document. And I'm back in my document. So those of you who are looking at the screen and are able to see the screen, there wasn't any information you missed, was there? but your ears didn't have to filter through a lot of clutter. So the question I usually get is, can you still have the no speech like you had it before? And the answer is yes, um, but I don't think you'll want it. So let's go back to the UI for a moment. In the speech on demand, notice that this mouse speech button is enabled. I cannot disable that, and now I move mouse around and I get no mouse speech when I'm in speech on demand. Let's turn on full Level. speech, speech for a moment. Button, full speech. And we'll go to the settings of speech on demand. Speech on demand settings dialog. Allow designated reading commands checkbox checked. So allow designated reading commands um, says, okay, I have all those, those commands available to me unless I am silly enough in the middle of the meeting to do say line or say word or say all, then... I don't have any speech 
via the keyboard. Tap allow mouse echo checkbox checked. Notice it said allow mouse echo. Remember I toggled off mouse echo? I can still toggle it off when I'm in this mode. So it's whatever state I have. The next one we don't have on by default, but it's one of those that I know that if I didn't put it in there, one of you guys would be coming to me and saying, I want this, and then I'd have to say, well, I can get it to you in about a year. Tab, allow typing echo, checkbox not checked. Allow typing echo. And uh, so you can say allow typing echo, and just like the mouse echo, you can toggle it on and off as you like. Um, we don't turn it on by default, but it's in the settings. If you wanted typing echo to be available while you're doing that edits, you can do it. So what are the designated reading commands? Designating reading commands, I showed you some of them. I did a say line, I did a say word, I did a spell word. Um, you could do a say character. You can do all what I would term as say unit commands. Um, you know, so say sentence, say paragraph, say top line of window, say status line. The, all those are available. And then there's one other key one. Say all is available when you're in speech on demand. So I could actually have created a document and now I want to just start a say all, but I'm in speech on demand. I start a say all. I'm reading down there, and all of a sudden I go, oh, i got to edit that. I can stop, do all my editing without having all that chatter going on, and then I can do a say paragraph to make sure it sounds right. And then I can start a say all and continue down through proofing my document. I can tell you already that Eric Damry is talking to me for you JAWS users about putting this feature in JAWS next time around. Can anybody tell me? why I would put speech on demand in JAWS. Uh, I know my students have problems when you keep saying the top of the paragraph, what, what um, document they're in every time they try to find something. Okay, that's... It's just too much noise. They don't yeah, all right. Anybody use Braille? Oh, you, when you use Braille, do you sometimes turn speech off? <laughs> yeah, I got, I got a head nod back there. This would be a great feature for Braille users because they're just like low vision users. They go, shut up, get out of my way. I'm using the Braille to get the information. Oh, but it would be nice to hear if my edit sounds right. Let me do a say sentence. Let me do a say paragraph. Let me do a say all until I hear the next place that I want to look at closely. So speech on demand is going to move from JAWS into, or from magic into JAWS, but we'll take away mouse echo for you. All right? Speech play button full speech. All right, on the speech tab. Tab speaker speech rate left right slider fifty seven percent. We added in a slider for adjusting the speech rate, but on our magic keyboard we actually have two keys. Faster, 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 faster. Slower, 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 slower. If you have a magic keyboard already and you've been using it with Magic Eleven, we did make a change here. In Magic Eleven, this was a temporary change in speech rate, um, and so you would need to. You know, go in and save it if you want it to be um, saved. In Magic 12, because users came back to us and they said, you know, while I don't want you to save my adjustments to magnification and to all my visual stuff, I would like you to save my adjustments to speech rate. So we've changed that to be a permanent adjustment. If you still want it to be a temporary adjustment, hold the control key while you're doing it, and then it's a temporary adjustment. Tab voice profiles button drop down. Okay, voice profiles is a feature that started in Magic, and then we moved it to JAWS, but there was one part of speech profiles that I never got into Magic, so I graciously volunteered to write the specs for JAWS when they were putting it in JAWS, and so I could add in the ability to change voice profiles when I go into an application. So now I brought that feature back to Magic, so... Menu, default submenu. I have default. For Word submenu. And I have the application I just came from, which was Word, and I can... Use default checked. Eloquence. Real speak solo direct. Sappy 5. Use default checked. So whatever um, voice profiles, these are just the built-in ones, but I could have any pro voice profiles that I created. Um, I, could, I could switch to those either on an application level or on a default level. We did add something that JAWS doesn't have yet, so Eric will probably steal this next time. Menu, settings. Settings. So right here in the same menu, I can go in and say, let me go set up a voice profile. And so I can add another profile, and then I can go and select it. Um, Escape. 
Mouse and, and um, typing echo, that's, those are um, split buttons just like they've been before. Um, so I'm going to switch over to the tools tab. Tools tab. The tools tab, remember I talked about we wanted to make it to where there was discoverability in the product. Um, and the tools tab serves a, a good purpose for that. While it has our, our dictionary manager and our keyboard manager in there. Tab, tools page, list, links button. It also advertises some features maybe people don't know is there. So here's the links list. So if I did a shift F1 on this. Shift F1, links left, parent MK links, list right, parent dot opens a list of links in the current document. Okay, so this tells me a couple things. It tells me it's the links list. And then it said MK links list. MK stands for magic keyboard because I have that plugged in and I'm using it. If I didn't have the magic keyboard plugged in, it wouldn't say MK links list because links list is the button on here. It would have said insert F7. So you know what keystroke to use in the future instead of having to come to the UI. Um, Escape links button. Tab headings button. Shift F1. Headings left parent insert plus F6 right parent dot opens a list of headings in the current document. Escape headings button. Okay, so there's the headings list. Tab investigate. Skim read button. Okay, I said we brought three features in from JAWS. Skim read is one of those features. How many of JAWS users out there have ever used Skim read? A couple head nods and hands. Okay, um, how many of you don't know what Skim read even is? All right, a lot more hands. So let's go ahead and bring up the dialog. Space. Skim reading dialog. Use rule type colon red first line of every paragraph. Radio button checked. One of four. Okay, so Skim read actually has um, four uses. One of them is to read the first line of every paragraph, which might be great if you were on a news page. But the next one would be a little nicer. Use rule type colon red first sentence of every paragraph. Radio button checked. Two read, of four. The, read the whole sentence to me. That helps. Um, so then when I activate the, the skim read, it actually just goes through and, and jumps through the document reading the first sentence of every paragraph. Use rule type colon text rules apply for reading radio button checked. Three of four. Okay, use rule uh, text rules says I can put in, let's say I'm doing a research paper and I pulled up um, this document that's got 256 pages. I'm looking for a certain um, subject matter in there and, and there's a certain phrase that, that I go, okay, that kind of will give me the right stuff. So I can type in that phrase and then um, activate um, the summary. It'll bring up in the results viewer every sentence in that entire document that has that phrase in it. I can arrow down through there and I can say, oh, that's a, that sounds like what I want. I can click on it with the mouse or I can just press enter on it and you will go to that place within the document so now you can read the information. Oh, that wasn't quite what I was looking for. Let me alt tab back to the results viewer, arrow on down here, let's try this one. So I can get to information very quickly that way, web pages, you know, PDF documents, reports that you're getting. Use rule type colon attributes and color rules apply for reading radio button checked, four of four. Okay, of course, we all know that every web page out there is designed by a professional web designer and they use headings and all those things they're supposed to use, right? <laughs> Have you run across those web pages where visually, yes, those are headings because they're bigger and they're colored red and, and, and anybody looking at it knows that's a heading, but pressing H with JAWS isn't going to get you there. So with this, you could actually go in and you can say, I want to look for text color, background color, bold, italics, underline, that type of stuff that fits that heading you're on. And then you can bring up the results viewer and now you see all their headings and you can go to all their headings through the results viewer. Yes, sir. You can with JAWS. Um, I don't remember the keystroke, but if you get with me afterwards, we'll find it. Or is there a JAWS user that knows to, to get the font attributes? Insert F. Okay. Well, that tells me the Oh, okay. No, it tells them, and then you'd have to come and do your rule. That's a good suggestion, though. Um, yeah. Gra grab text attributes and plug it in here for me. I like that idea. I'll talk to Eric about that when I get back. And actually, that should be in the Yes. All right. 
Escape. Print view. Edit. Okay, so I came out of um, out of that um, dialogue. Okay, whoops. The next thing that's in that control Tab tools page investigate research button is research it. When we designed this keyboard two years ago, I put a symbol on here for research it that works with Jaws if you're using this keyboard. But now it works with Magic because we finally put the feature into Magic. Um, so how many people have used research it or know what research it is? Okay. I don't have internet access set up here, um, so I can't really carry out a research it. Research it actually goes out to the web page, to a web page and gleans information for you and brings it back without you having to do all the work. I'll go ahead and bring up the research it dialog Research it dialog, word or phrase edit combo, zero items. So I could put in a, a word or phrase here, and then there are several lookups. Tab, list view, wiktionary left parent, primary right parent, one of 23. There's 23 different lookups. So wiktionary, I don't know what a word is in a document. I can hit research it, it pops that word up. I can say, go to Wiktionary, bring me all the definitions. Yep, it's in both JAWS and Magic. Amazon product search. Amazon product search. How many of people love just going through the Amazon pages, trying to find stuff? Oh, it's fun, isn't it? <laughs> okay, so let's say I was looking for a new toaster oven. In the word or phrase up there, I could type in toaster. I could hit Amazon product church. In a matter of seconds, it will bring me back every toaster oven they have on sale. I can read about it. I can read about the price. And there's a link there. If I go, that's the one I really want, I press enter, and it takes me to that product page on Amazon. In JAWS, it is insert spacebar R. Um, in Magic, that works as well, but we also have a research key on the keyboard. Um, yeah, on the Magic keyboard. Area code lookup. Area code lookup. So you can find out where an area code is from. BBC Top News Stories. Bookshare book search. Bookshare book search. You don't have to go to Bookshare's page to find out do they have the book. I can look at it here, and then I can go to their page and download that book. Business search. Yeah, it's part of Jaws, part of Magic. CNN headline news stories. Convert currency. Flight info lookup. Health search on WebMD. How many sports fans are here? MLB scores. NBA scores. NCAA football scores. NFL scores. NHL scores. So all of those, if I typed in a date, it'll bring me all the, all the games that are going on. If the game has already taken place, it'll tell me the score. If it's in process, it'll tell me the current score. If it's just going to happen later that day, it tells me when and where. A what? I believe you can time the team name in there as well. Eric Damry designed this one, so I guarantee you can type in Red Sox. <laughs> People search. Well, re we will have problems with research occasionally because we're accessing somebody else's web page, but we get fixes out as quickly as we can. And right now, all of these work really well. Um, but we did have to redo all the sports stuff because um, the sports page we were using changed how they were doing stuff and disallowed us mining their page. So, um, so we found a new one, and we're using it now. We, we probably will not. Um, we have an API that we um, freely give out to anybody that wants it. If they know some basic programming, they can actually add their own. Um, we're hoping that a lot of the... List serves will say, hey, I like this, and, and I like this. I know there's some people over in the U.K. that are saying, well, there's some different websites we would like to have, um, and so they're doing it. We supply that API because one of the things um, that we realize is and wrote the API for is it doesn't have to go out to the Internet. It can go to an intranet. So in a worksite situation, let's say that you're working for Social Security Administration, who has a zillion and one acronyms, and of course you memorized all those. Um, no, you didn't, and you don't know what that one is. They can actually write a portal there that say, go out to our database of acronyms and bring you back the answer of what that acronym is. So, um, you know, companies can use this API to create ones of their own. Um, you know, if we get enough demand for a particular one, we'll probably do it. But we, we've, we've added, I think we started out with 12 to start with. We're up to 23 now. 
So yes, we probably will add some, but are we actively searching to add? No. All right? Reuters top news stories. Stock quotes. Technology news from CNET. Time search. UPS tracking. Oh, wouldn't you like to be able to just type in your UPS number right there and get... Ah, yes. Weather. UPS time search. Tab. Read only edit. Enter a location to get the date and time for a geographical location. American state. Names must be entered as full names, so it will not be mixed up with the country. Abbreviation. For example, to find out the current time in Jackson, Mississippi, you would type Jackson, Mississippi to get the time in Toronto, California. Enter Toronto, Canada. <laughs> and it brought in CA for California, but we're, you know, we're in California, but that's not the right answer. Shift tab. List view. Time. UPS. Weather. Wikipedia. So with each one of these, if you want to know what it is, tab once and it tells you all about it. All right? Escape. Okay, one of the other features I want to show you is um, not in the UI, but that is the um, quick key navigation. JAWS users already know about quick key navigation, but it hasn't been a feature in Magic before. So I want to actually. Alt tab. Um, Alt tab. Magic 12 over. Alt tab. Alt tab. Fantastic Math Tricks dash Windows Internet Explorer. Fantastic Math Tricks dash Windows Internet Explorer. Okay, so I brought up this Fantastic Math Tricks stuff, and I'm going to move by headings to see if there's anything interesting. Multiply up to 20x20 in your head. I don't care about that. Want to learn more? The 11 rule. The 11 rule. I wonder what that's about. Let's do a say all. The 11. Oops. Rule you likely all know the 10 rule left parent to multiply by 10. Just add a zero behind the number right parent, but do you know the 11 rule? It is as easy. You should be able to do this one in your head for any two-digit number. Practice it on paper first to multiply any two-digit number by 11 colon. Bullet for this example, we will use 54 bullets. Separate the two digits in your mind. Left parent 5 underline underline 4 right parent. Bullet notice the hole between them. Bullet add the 5 and the 4 together. Left parent 5 plus 4 equals 9 right parent. Bullet put the resulting 9 in the hole 594. That's it. 11x54 equals 594. The only. All right. Anybody learn a new trick all right so that's how you multiply times 11 for any two-digit number um, if I went on down to a few more headings Finger math colon nine square a two-digit number square two-digit number thanks to Ryan multiply by four multiply by five the 11 rule expanded 11 will you'll expanded. You can bullet take for example the number 51236 X 11 so you can learn that trick on that page as well you certainly can. If I went back to the UI, Magic Dash Inter that is our spotlight. So it's under. Actually, I was going to show you. We have a drop-down menu. Magic Main Menu button. So if you like menus, you can go to the drop-down menu. Alt F will take you there as well. Menu File Visual Sub Speech Speech On Demand Options Dot Dot Reading Options Spotlight Options Dot 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 Spotlight Options Enter Spotlight Options Dialog Transparency. And if I wanted that to be a different Green. color, dark blue. Color colon combo box. I want to change the thickness on it thickness a little. 5%, 37%. OK button, magic main menu button. Then when I come Fantastic in here. Fantastic math trick. Color enhancements enabled. Color enhancements to focus enhancement disabled. One, it is simple. If you work, work. OK, so now it was blue. All right. Number, number one, if I am changing mouse, cursor, or color schemes, those are all saved in a single file called schemes.ini that are in your user settings. You can grab that file and move it wherever you want. Um, also, we, we supply a thumb drive image for Magic. You can download it from the internet, put it on a thumb drive, and then as you make changes, those are automatically saved to your thumb drive. When you go to the next machine, you plug the thumb drive in and it actually runs off your thumb drive. Um, you have to have the video driver stuff hooked, plugged in, but we give you that tool. Um, but once it's done, then you can take it from machine to machine. Okay, we, we give you the ability to save default settings, we give you the ability to save application settings, and you can take those files, or we give you the schemes things. But we don't give you, oh, let me, let me uh, give you all these different names. Um, but like I said, any of those that you save, if you say, hey, in this application, these are the settings I want, if you're doing it on a thumb drive, it's already done for you. Um, if you're not doing it on a thumb drive, you can move it around. I'm about 10 minutes over what I was supposed to. Um, so I don't want to run much longer. Are there any questions before I hang up here, though? Uh, Windows 8 support, we are working on that actively, as are all the other magnification users. Um, we did most of the work that we need. We did all the work we needed for speech, um, you know, in the when we were doing JAWS, but now we have to um, do the visual stuff, and, and we're working on that very actively right now. 
By the way, we do have a competitive upgrade um, special that's running now through the end of January for um, $195 if you have a competitive product. We'll allow you to upgrade to Magic with Speech. You will get a two-year SMA, and you'll get the Magic Keyboard all for that $195, which is, if you bought those things individually, it would be $760. All right? Thank you all for your time. I, I think I got another good coming.